Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Happens all too often in the hip-hop community, but unfortunately, I have to start to show off with bad news. Recently, the rapper Juice World has passed away. Um, it's very unfortunate. Uh, he was only 21 years old. Good battering. I'm not going to sit here in front like I was like his number one fan or anything like that. I know maybe two songs, but whenever I hear a 21-year-old kid dying, it's very upsetting. Um, my nephew's 21 years old. So, well, that's a kid. You know, he, he he's he's never, he, he didn't get the chance to fully experience life yet. I'm 31 and still haven't fully experienced life. I can only imagine someone a decade younger than me. Granted, he has a lot more, had a lot more money than me. Probably been in more countries than me because of his money. But still, it's still a very short lifespan that he had. And then I'm listening to the details of how he passed. They said it was, he passed away from a seizure. He was coming from a flight from California to Chicago, right? But then details start coming out, you know. Um, how he died, I'm not here to judge, but here's what was said about the scenario. It said that he got on a private jet with uh, him and his boys with 70 pounds of marijuana. Yo, <laughs> 70 pounds? Off, off that alone, I'm like, mm, it sounds fishy, bro. 70 pounds of weed? What the hell? Where do you even get 70 pounds of weed? I don't think you could get that much weed at a dispensary. What do you have, your own grow farm somewhere? Where do you get 70 pounds? Right? Then they said he had uh, three handguns, uh, some, some Percocet, and some codeine cough syrup. Right? If I sound a little weird, I just got some dental work, so my mouth is like all fucked up, still healing, so pardon the way I'm talking right now. It may sound a little more lispy because I'm like talking from one side of my face. But anyway, so they said the pilot noticed that they had all these illegal things on them while they were getting on the plane, so the pilot alerted authorities, right? So once the authorities were alerted, the FBI, okay, the FBI said they were going to pull up to the airport in Chicago and check the plane out. Somehow or another, the word got back to Juice World, and he decided to take the Percocets that were on the plane with him and swallow them, you know, to hide the evidence. To me, that story sounds sketchy because it's like, okay, let's let's just let's just say that was his idea. Okay. First off, you got millions of dollars, bro. You got the best lawyers. Y'all probably could have found a way to finesse your way through this. You probably could have paid for your freedom. You get what I'm saying? Second, second, second. If he was trying to discard the pill, first off, me personally, I would just do the pills on the toilet. Alright? So, oh, the feds is on me? Dump these, flush it. They're not going through uh, toilet flushings and sewage and stuff to look for pills. Then it's like, okay, let's just say you did that. 
Where are you going to hide 70 pounds of weed? That sounds retarded. It's like, I'm going to get rid of the pills, but I still got a whole fucking tree on this plane. I still got three guns on this plane. I still got codeine cough syrup on this plane. You know what I'm saying? There was no other way of getting out of it. Like, who's going to go down? Whether you swallow all those pills or not. Me personally, I don't know. I think there's some 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 sketchiness going on with this story. Right? I'm, I'm not here to be Mr. Conspiracy Theory, but I don't know. I don't know. It, it don't sound right. It sounds off. You were trying to hide the drugs. So you hit the You can't hide the smell of weed, let alone hide 70 pounds of it. It just sounded ridiculous. And the handguns. Oh, listen, man. I would have had to look at my boys and be like, yo, listen, y'all got to go to jail. I'll get y'all out. I'll bail y'all out. But y'all got to take the charge for this. I'm making the millions right here. Y'all on my jet. All right. Somebody got to go to jail for me. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. And he passed away due to the amount of pills he consumed led to him having a fatal seizure. So rest in peace to him. Um, I hate starting these podcasts off with bad news, but rest in peace to him. All right. Um, let's let's get into something more fun. Get spirits up. All right. Let's talk about Lizzo. A little chunky butt. Yo, listen. Yo, <laughs> yo I mean, Lizzo went to a Laker game, right? And she decided to go double-cheeked up butt cheeks out with a thong on cheeks just hanging like two Christmas hams for the whole public to see now let me give my take on this now ladies I don't don't take no offense from me y'all. I, I be talking shit I you know I'm, I'm horrible at wording things so if you're offended I don't know fuck you but I, I gotta I gotta I gotta talk my shit first off right I don't have a problem with fat girls showing off their body, okay? Because a lot of women are like, oh, y'all only complaining because Lizzo's fat, because Lizzo's fat. Uh, yo, from from where I see it, the only people out here making fun of fat girls are other women and guys in high school. Any grown-ass man, we, we, yo, once you hit like 25, you don't give a fuck. You you out here slam dunking these fat bitches. We, you know what I'm saying? I, yo, I know dudes that's out here that only fuck fat chicks. Yo, my man's here had a slogan. If she's under 180, she ain't a real lady. Niggas is out here fucking these fat bitches, man. We out here suplexing these big bitches. We don't give a fuck. Niggas love fat bitches. Their whole body feel like a titty. So, ain't nobody out here fat shaming. You think dudes ain't going to hit because you fat? Shit. Shit. I know a dude that only fuck bitches that's over 250. <laughs> all right? So let's keep it a bean, all right? Dudes don't give a fuck about no fat chicks. We ain't got no time to be fat shaming. Pussy's pussy, bro. As long as she was born with a pussy. Let me stop. But anyway, so she went to a Laker game, had the cheeks out. The issue... I had was it's like I what what does being naked have to do with body confidence? Like I noticed something. 
every chick I know, they be talking shit about how they're insecure about their body or they have body image issues and ah, 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 they were made fun of their body, their body, their body. These bitches always on social media half naked. If I'm insecure about something, I'm not going to broadcast. I'm going to keep that to myself. I never understood the correlation between women being half naked and being powerful and being strong and being secure. Listen, by all means, keep running around half naked. We like looking at it. Fuck it. But don't try to convince me that you being naked all over social media makes you strong. It just makes you naked. That's it. I don't want to hear it. There's no backstory to it. There's none. Imagine if I had like a, a fear of like jerking off and I just went outside beating my dick in public. It's like, oh, I feel secure about my dick now. All right. I feel secure. I can beat off. <laughs> it just sounds stupid. Sounds stupid. But if you want to be, if you want to wear that to an award show, like the MTV awards, where that kind of stuff is acceptable, I guess. If you want to wear that to a concert, Okay, if you want to wear that to the club, the Met Gala, I don't know. Cool. But to a, a Laker game where there's like kids and shit, it's like a family environment. It's like, yo, what are you doing? Why? Out here looking like Rikishi and shit. And, yo, know, I got nothing to do with Lizzo. It's any celebrity. Like, I don't understand why people need that much attention. She knew damn well when she was getting dressed that she was just like, this going to get attention. Women kill me. Women, right? Y'all act like when y'all get dressed that y'all just just these naive souls. Like, I can't believe that guys are looking at me. I feel so uncomfortable. These are usually the women walk around with tight-ass leggings and no underwear with the leggings smooched in between their butt cheeks. Uh, you can see their whole camel toe and then they act like, I can't believe people are looking. Bitch, what you thought? What you thought? But you thought, I know for a fact, if I go outside with gray sweatpants on, no boxes, dick swanging, bitches is going to look. I ain't go out there like that for, to not get attention. People bugging out here. Oh, no, no, no. I should be able to dress how free I want. No, you can't. You can't, you can't just do whatever you want. You can't just do whatever you want. All right. All this backlash because Lizzo's butt cheeks was out here. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. I, I don't mind looking at Lizzo. <laughs> no, let me stop. Anyway, it's just, it's a time and place for things. I don't understand why people feel the need to be nude or semi-nude in public events and then act like, well, I don't understand what all this backlash is for and people are looking at me. Uh, me, really? Now I'm seeing reports that she may be banned from the Staples Center. It's crazy out here, man. Her big old butt. Looking like a meatball with hair. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if Rihanna pulled up like that. That's tacky, man. You got your butt cheeks on a seat. Like, come on, man. I wonder if anybody sniffed that seat after she left. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. If it was Rihanna, I might have sniffed it. Just to see. I got to see. You know what I'm saying? Before you eat food, don't you smell it? Not to say that I would ever have the chance to eat Rihanna. I'm, it's not my, the point I'm trying to make is, 
Just put some clothes on, man. I, I never understood it. I never understood it. Never understood. The only place your ass cheeks should be out or in the comfort of your own home, your significant other's home, or at the beach or a pool. Like, you had a basketball game. People need to have more class. Talking about oh, we, we body shaming Lizzo. If that was Rihanna. But listen, I don't want to see Rihanna ass naked at a basketball game either. It's ridiculous. Some goddamn clothes on. Out here double cheeked up. And then, and then these are the same women that would be like, oh, men are scum. Men are pigs. Men can't control themselves. Men are this. Men are that. All men think about is sex. But you walk around half naked. Like, women, I need y'all to understand, right? I need you to understand. Get this through your fucking head. Because I don't want to deal with this no more in 2020. Decade's over, right? The, the, the 2010s was a decade of blaming men for shit. We got to bring back accountability for everybody, right? Yo, ladies, understand. Heterosexual men are attracted to you. Okay? When you go outside with your titties showing, we are attracted to that. When you go outside with your ass cheeks jiggly, we are attracted to that. Okay? When you get your eyebrows done, when you put your makeup on, when you put the the lipstick all over your lip with the extra grease to make your lips look really plump like you really know how to suck dick. We are attracted to that. When you go on social media talking about, yo, I wish somebody would text me. I wish somebody would text me. Yo, who want to DM me? I wish I could suck somebody's son's dick right now. We are attracted to that. You're giving off this sexual energy 24-7. Okay, 24-7. It's not all women, but the women who do this. Y'all know who y'all are. Don't get mad when men act like men and approach you in a sexual manner. It's like the old Dave Chappelle show joke. When he was like, yo, just because I'm dressed like a hoe does not mean I'm a hoe. And he was just like, you know what? I'm going to dress up like a cop and walk through crime-filled neighborhoods and when something goes down somebody runs up to me oh officer please please help us and i'm gonna go just because i'm dressed like a cop does not mean i'm a cop it's misleading okay granted even if you dress like a nun niggas would still try to hit <laughs> I'm, ain't gonna be a nigga but the point i'm trying to make is don't give off the impression like you want dick and want to fuck and sex 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 all day and then when that energy comes your way, you act like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. I, I've seen women get dressed. I, I hear how women talk to each other. I hear women when they say, oh, yeah, I'm about to have these bitches hating on me tonight. I'm going to go fuck somebody's boyfriend. I'm going to go fuck somebody's son. I, 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 the, the shit that women say when they get dressed. They put on pants. Oh, how does make my ass look? Then they say, oh, I like to look pretty for myself. Get the fuck. If you want to look pretty for yourself, right? Go play dress up in the house, stare in the mirror, sit on your couch and look pretty for yourself. Nobody, nobody, no fucking body. Man, woman, gay, straight, black, white, tall, skinny, fat, short. Gets dressed to look nice for themselves. You know why we get dressed 
to look nice for people outside. So people outside can think that we look nice. Want to know why? Because it all comes down to one thing with humanity. Fucking. (laughs) It's the only thing that keeps the human race going. If we don't fuck, if you don't find sexual partners, human race done. So we subconsciously dress for someone to go, oh, I'd fuck that. Prove me wrong. Talking about you get dressed up to look nice for yourself. Man, shut the fuck up. Also, in 2020, listen, everybody dealing with mental health issues, please go see a therapist. Please go see a therapist. All right, there's people out here, if you got insurance, even if you don't, I don't know. There's people out here 30 plus years old, still crying over some shit that happened in high school. You need to seek help. Instead of going out, lashing out on people, blaming, generalizing statements. All right. This is not a funny thing. It's not a laughing matter. I know a girl who got raped in like 10th grade. She still thinks all men are trash. First off, you're 32 now. 10th grade, we was like 15. Okay. I'm not saying get over it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is seek professional help. Going around thinking every man is trash is not the route you want to take. That shit happened 17 years ago. If you say all men are trash, that means you think your brother's trash. You think your daddy trash. Okay. She has a, she has a, and the crazy thing is she has a boyfriend typing this shit. So it's like, oh, you think your man trash too? Fuck are you talking about? Seek help. It's okay. You're not crazy. You see, if you get help, you can prevent yourself from becoming crazy. If you don't and you keep on trying to deal with this shit yourself, you fuck crazy, man. You need help. You need help. Calling men toxic. Crazy thing is, crazy thing is, half these quote-unquote toxic men came from a single mother household. So who raised these toxic men? Bunch of bitches. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm just saying, I just find it kind of ironic. Of course, the dad should be in their life. Cool, 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 cool. But you think, you would think a man being raised by a woman may have a little bit more respect. I constantly find that men who are quote unquote toxic continuously come from single mother households. Not putting the blame on ladies, but y'all raise them, right? Y'all out here raising these toxic niggas and rapists. You know what I'm saying? Like, good job. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, I'm just calling a spade a spade. All right? It's calling a spade a spade. Got to call people out on their bullshit sometime, man. You go, I almost forgot. Like, it was like a month ago now, right? A couple of weeks ago. I don't remember when the date was, but this dude Tank was on some talk show talking about how if a man sucked dick, that ain't gay. What? He was like, oh, you know, they were like, oh, if you suck two dicks, he's like, oh, you need a third one to be gay. Some reckless shit he said, listen, bro, you fuck a thousand chicks, suck one dick, and my eyes, you gay, son. (laughs) What was going through your head to be like, nah, I'm going to suck some dick today. Like, people are like, oh, you shouldn't put titles on people. People go through phases. Ah, right? So let me ask you a question. If I fuck all of age women and then I go and fuck two underage girls does that not make me a pedophile do I need to fuck a third underage girl 
Do I need to d- develop a pattern? If you fuck an underage girl, you're a pedophile, bro. Like, you don't need to do it once. There's dudes in prison right now for fucking one underage girl. All right? I know my comparison is a bit extreme, but you get you. I know y'all get my point. All right? And I hear people all the time saying, well, if you lie twice, does that make you a liar? Should I believe nothing you say? You're big liar. You're pathological liar. Listen, man. First off, I lie every day. My first choice is to lie. If you ask me what's two plus two, my first instinct is to lie and say five. But you know what has never crossed my mind? Ever? I want to suck that dude's dick. <laughs> like, that has never crossed my mind. Ever. That's a strong commitment. To even do it, the thought must have been in your mind for years, bro. Like, you don't just wake up on a Monday after years of eating pussy and go, you know what? I'm trying to suck some dick, bro. <laughs> like, first off, how, how'd, you, how'd you know? How do you know what dick you even want to suck? This was planned. Because first off, you got to find a guy that, like, you want to suck off. So just that thought alone to me is gay. I, uh, side note, got nothing against gay, gay people. Live your truth. Whatever, bro. All right? Like, I doubt you're going to go up to just a stranger and go, hey, bro, going through a phase. Got to figure something out real quick. I'm suck your dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, women give you a hard enough time about sucking dick. Like, your girl, your girl don't want to suck your dick all day. Okay? can only imagine how hard it is to convince a straight guy to suck a dick like what were you saying to yourself when you woke up that day when you went in the mirror and was like all right bro today we're doing it you're gonna drink a lot of beer you're gonna get in there and you're gonna suck that dick i'm just saying matter of fact i don't even want to call you gay because in 2019 there's a title for every sexual preference but in my humble opinion sucking a dick is not a short-term plan like there's definitely something you planned out long term Long term. Like you weren't just straight, 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 straight. Ah, let me try this. That has been lingering in the back of your mind forever. And to me, if at any point in time, whether you're 18, 19, 58, 12, at any point in time, you thought to yourself, I'm going to suck some dick. Like, first off, what's... I don't know. I don't know. Right? How do you know you want to suck the dick? How do you know you don't want your dick sucked? Like, what go... Man. (laughs) I don't know, bro. I don't know. But the the whole thing Tank was saying was off. Now people calling him Sugar Tank. Do I think he's gay? I don't know, bro. I don't know. It just... It just sounded weird. It was a very weird way to answer a question. People out here are weird, man. Popeye's chicken sandwich came back out. Niggas killing again for that sandwich. Yo, like this this is a little bit old news at this point, but in Maryland, a man killed another man for cutting a line at Popeye's for an overhyped chicken sandwich. Like, listen, people, I don't know if y'all know this, but Shake Shack makes a really good chicken sandwich. Okay, Chick-fil-A makes chicken sandwiches. If chicken sandwiches was Destiny's Child, Chick-fil-A would be Beyonce, Okay. Hell, a number 10 from Wendy's with no pickles would get you right. All right? I don't know if y'all been to Wendy's. Get a number 10, no pickles. It's like a barbecue chicken sandwich. On point. But for whatever reason, people continuously 
line up for over an hour, skip lines and wild out and fight over fucking Popeye's chicken sandwiches, bro. Like I spoke about this before when niggas was wilding over chicken. Like as a black person, do you not feel crazy living up to every stereotype? It's like, oh man, these niggas love chicken. <laughs> like, look at these niggas. They're willing to kill each other for it. For chicken? For chicken, bro? Son. I can... Uh, Alright, if they were giving away the chicken sandwiches for free, I might feel you. But I'm not going to stand online for an hour just to end up paying for it. And then, like, the time... Like you go to, say you go on lunch and it's like one o'clock. The line was around the fucking corner. There's not, a, there's a Popeye's not that far from my job. So my coworker went. And I'm just like, yo, this motherfucker just blew his whole lunch waiting online. Like who, who has that much time in the middle of the day to just be standing around waiting on chicken? God damn, bro. I can understand if it was a Saturday. And still, yo, I ate that shit and the same thing like last time happened. I had to immediately take a massive shit, bro. <laughs> like my stomach started bubbling. All right. Fucked up. Fucked up. Speaking of taking massive shits. As you know, I have a segment on here called Supreme Dickhead. It is unbiased and doesn't discriminate against anyone, myself included. So this episode, Supreme Deckhead, goes to your boy B. Diddy, a.k.a. Brandon M. Davis, a.k.a. me. So it was a sunny day at work, <laughs> right? Chilling, chilling. Walking around, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. I'm laughing at something. And you know, you ever try to like sneak a fart? So like, we got a break room. I go to the break room. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to be disrespectful and farting the whole office and fuck niggas days up. So I go to like the break lounge area to let one loose, right? So it didn't, it didn't, I right. when it happened, it didn't feel like an alarming fart. You know what I'm saying? It just felt like a regular... You know what I'm saying? You keep your, your day going, bro. I like, you know, you, all right, when you fart, you could test the waters. You could kind of like let a little bit out to see if it's a wet one. I, I did the little, the little gas test. I'm like, all right, cool. It's all air. So I let it rip. Bro. Why a big log is not a log, but like, like a apple, like a, like a handful of applesauce size shit. Just flew out my ass. So I'm standing there like, oh, it just feels like warm liquid just immediately filled up the back of my pants. I'm like, oh, no, nah, this ain't it. And like this happened. I work in the morning, right? So I get off at four o'clock. This happened at like nine. So I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I still got like seven more hours in this. What the fuck am I going to do? So I'm like, all right, let me go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, no toilet paper, my guy. 
No toilet paper. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I look to my left, right? The toilet paper roll is still there. So I'm like, I am on. If I wet it, right? <laughs> if I wet it, it'll get softer. It'll kind of maneuver the same way as toilet paper. Kind of, sort of, right? Oh. So I wet it. So I'm standing in the bathroom with my whole dick and balls and ass out, scooping shit out my pants. I'm like, oh, this is not the move, bro. And I wear slacks at work. All right. So I'm like, damn, like, what am I going to do? My whole pants are soaked. So I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm like, yo, I, I got it out my pants and my boxes, but it just smells like shit. <laughs> like, like, I can't walk around like this, bro. This is not the move. Then I have shit all over my ass <laughs> and there's no toilet paper. So I'm like, fuck. So I look to my right and there's like paper towels. There's only like two of them. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I take that scoop. I try to wipe the shit off of my ass, but it's then there's shit in between my ass cheeks. I'm like, oh, why is this shit so liquidy? Shit is like putting out here like crackhead shit. I'm like, I don't smoke crack. But it was like crackhead shit. I'm like, damn, this is not a good look, bro. I got seven more hours out this bitch. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, damn. Now I got to walk with a shitty butt. <laughs> All the way to the store and buy pants. So I'm like, fuck. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the car. So I get in the car. because We have a car at work. Get in the car. I'm like, damn, I can't even sit down. My whole ass is wet. I still got doo-doo remnants. Just the shit smell is just following me. Yo, thank God. None of my coworkers peep this. They gonna know now because a lot of them fuck with my podcast. None of them peep this shit, right? So I'm in the car. I'm like, damn, I can't even sit down because we don't even have leather seats. If I sit down, this shit smell is not going to come out. This is not wavy. No lie. I'm in this bitch hunchback with my foot on the gas ass cheeks up <laughs> trying to drive i'm like yo i can't even get out this fucking parking spot so i said fuck it let me just walk so i had to walk all the way over to the store buy some emergency pants buy wipes had to buy new boxes that shit was not wavy bro i came back everyone trying to have a conversation with me you're like yo what'd you get from the store i'm like yo man like mind your business like, damn, you man nosy, bro. Like, shit. Come back, somebody in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, man. So I'm just like, yo, please, I hope nobody smells my shitty ass. I go to the bathroom. I hear one of my coworkers go, yo, somebody farted? I'm like, oh, the niggas know me. <laughs> so I'm in there scooping shit out my ass. I had to throw my, I threw my socks away, too. I just felt dirty. I threw my socks away, my pants, and my boxes all new fresh pants, all new fresh socks, and new boxes, bro. So now I work, I just keep an extra pair of boxes, extra pair of socks, some wipes, just in case, man. Just in case. I don't know what the fuck I ate. Now that I think about it, this is around the time I had that Popeye's chicken sandwich. So it might have just been a little leftover doo-doo that just needed to come out. I don't know. I don't know. But that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Living my truth. See, I learned I learned how to laugh at myself. Okay. I had to think quickly, shitting on myself. I'm like, damn, I got seven hours left. How the fuck? 
part of me was just like, yo, fuck, and I'm about to just sit back. <laughs> I just sit back in my desk and just smell like shit all day. Fuck it. <laughs> like, nah, I can't go out like that, man. I can't go out like that. Like, what if my boss pulls up? He's like, are you covered in shit? Like, that would have been a bad look. That is not the move, yo. But yeah, giving myself supreme dickhead. And, 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 and before I go, I got to share one more story about some dumb shit I did. This was years ago. And I realized the importance of having money and having savings and learning to just laugh at dumb shit you did when you were younger. Okay. It's funny because I'm thinking back because I see everyone talking about, yo, what's the funniest moment of the 2010s to you? Blah, 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 blah. Right. So I'm thinking back. I'm like, damn, I'll never forget. 2010 just started, bro. Just started. Decade just started. And I went to the, uh, a Super Bowl party. And it was half Super Bowl party, half strip club show. And. I was broke in college. I was just like getting ready to graduate. I was like, I want like one more year to go or some shit. Anywho. Uh, halftime came and strippers came out. And you know, like when you have money, everything is lit to you. But when you broke, you never want to have fun. So I'm pop. <laughs> I had like $5 to my name, bro. Right. And. Strippers came out and I'm like, bro, these bitches are gonna want money. So I'm like being the Grinch, like, oh, why are these bitches here? All uh, right. So then my man's gave me bread. He's like, yo, here you go. Do you? I'm like, oh. So now I'm like, I, right. now I got twenty six dollars, right? So I got greedy, and stripper, yo, she conned me. She came and was like, yo. Let me give you a lap dance. So I'm like, all right, cool. That day I found out a lap dance is $20. I'm like, ah, shit. Like this, (laughs) this is not cool, right? Now, before I had that lap dance, someone said, yo, who got five on the weed? So I gave five. So at this moment, I have $21 to my name. Then I just gave this fucking stripper a $20 bill to give me a lap dance, man. So now I have one dollar <laughs> to my name that is including credit cards and bank account i have one fucking dollar son one dollar to last me till god knows when yo and then the stripper gonna say yo she was talking some crazy shit in my ear right and she said yo if you want to fuck it's only fifty dollars in 2010 i was Quick math, like 22, right? Some chick with big titties and a big ass says, yo, it's just $50 a fuck. Part of you was like, oh, we in there, right? She was bad. I ain't going to hold you. She was bad, son. She was bad. Little Puerto Rican bitch with blonde hair. Anywho, anywho. So I'm like, ooh. So I went in my wallet and totally forgot that I only had a dollar. (laughs) So I went in there. I was just like, oh, like I can't do it. She's like, why? I'm like, yo, I... I just can't. 
She's like, yo, why not, yo? Da, 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 da. She was complimenting me and shit. She was really running game. I was drunk. I was high. I'm like, damn, bro. You know how bad that feels to be so broke you can't even afford pussy? Like, pfft. Yo, after that day, I was just like, yo, this is never happening again. Ever. So, so men, always, the moral of the story is men always have at least $50 to your name. All right? You never know when you might need it. Ah, got everything I wanted to say off my chest. Felt it was a good episode. And now, to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. 90% of the world doesn't care about your problems. And the other 10% are glad you have them. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.